What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, I'm here. Chell's here. Hey, How are we doing? We're coming. Are you asking me or you asking us? I, well, I mean, really, everybody, but we're, we're on the come down from Christmas. Uh, how you feeling? Mm. It's a bit more delayed this year, I feel like. I'm, I'm having trouble shaking off the cobwebs. I don't know if you're, if you're there with Today's that. It's our day one of trying to get back into healthy eating, so... You know, that first day, you feel good about yourself, but you're also like, I don't know. I'm just thinking about something sweet. <laughs> so <laughs> we had, um, we have your 30th birthday coming up. And it was our first Christmas, which honestly, like, you know, I don't know that, you know, the first married Christmas was, was I don't know that there was more pressure on it or anything like that. It, it seemed to me very normal. It also seemed that there We've had so many events leading up to this that, you know, it's been every month, especially on the 25th, there's been another event, another event, another event. Now, we head towards your 30th birthday. I remember, and we discussed this, not necessarily bugging out of my 30th, but feeling different. And you were talking about it a little bit the other day. Are you, are you, are you still on that wavelength right now? Are you still kind of like, what, what is overcoming you? like thought-wise, because you're essentially a month away. I am, actually almost to the day. Oh yeah, tomorrow will be exactly a month. Uh, I feel good, I feel like I wanna do more in my 30s when it comes to my potential. Like my potential, and that I feel like everybody probably says this. And also just with the new year coming, I want to take on some new hobbies. I want to make some money. I want to be more creative. I feel like I kind of lost that for a little bit. So Did I do that? Was that me? No, that me I think it's just life. Like, you know, you work every day. I work and then I come home and then you have laundry and then you have, you know, just things you got to get done throughout the day. So sometimes your creative side just gets put to the back burner, so to speak, you know? <clears throat> So I want to do more of that in the new year and in my 30s. I was going to say, you're kind of, you're speaking into resolutions. I'm not a really big resolutions person, but I mean, the it's 30th. It's not resolutions. But I, you're, you're kind manifesting. of. It's manifesting. So you've been saying that a lot. I know, but I, I'm not going to, you know, toot my own horn, but I was manifesting that I would win on those scratch offs and I won. I won. not big, but like, I usually don't win scratch offs at all, even like a dollar. And really... this time I didn't get a free card. I got money, which I usually never do. And the whole time I was speaking positively, positively to myself. And I was like, you know what? If this card doesn't win, it's because the next card is meant to win. And I had about six scratch-offs, and I won about, I think, about 50 bucks between the six of them. And I was happy. It's, That's, it's baby things. Little things, little wins. <clears throat> they, uh, you know. Albie did not win any, though. Just... No. He, but he was also not manifesting it. He was just sitting there. He wasn't really into it. Got to speak it into the future and into the energy. I think if we go back and actually watch the Man's Out episodes, when I turned 30, I, I go on and on about manifesting. There might be something about that time of life, or like screwing into the mirror and everything. And look, look where I am. So, you know. Did you manifest me? I suppose here we are. Right. But it's just kind of kind of 
it's it's strange to me because it's essentially like the manifestation is is telling me that they need to to manifest. So, um, I don't know what that says about me, but I feel like it's not very good. I just I also feel like resolutions, like when you're telling yourself a resolution for, you know, New Year's, and this is what you want to do in the New Year. You're kind of like. A resolution just seems very like if you don't get it done, then you're kind of like disappointed in yourself. Or if you give up on like, I'm going to make sure I go to the gym. And then if you, you know, get in a little rut where you're not going to the gym right away, then you're kind of down on yourself. Manifesting, I feel like, sets you up to just keep positively talking to yourself. Whether, you know, you know what? I don't have the energy to go to the gym today, but I am manifesting that tomorrow I'm going to feel great about myself and I'm going to want to go to the gym because it's going to help me be better. Not I'm down on myself because I didn't follow my New Year's resolution of going to the gym every day. You know? It's just about positive energy. Positive talking, positive energy. That's what I'm bringing into my 30s. Okay. If it keeps going on the, on the scratch-offs, I'm there. We had one, actually, we had our, our first stereotype that looks like it was actually... Uh, uh, it's very well written, but it's thrown at you. Can I read it? Do you want to read it? No, you want to go from the top? You no, you can. It. It's you fine. Can Did you manifest it. this? I don't want to take that away from you if you feel like you're... <laughs> I didn't manifest this. But... It's all you. You go. Here we go. Dear Albie, I'm a professional photographer facing a challenging situation and would particularly appreciate advice from Chelsea, given I know that was a past... <laughs> a past profession of hers and how you guys met. I recently had a contract with a local business to do their photography work. They canceled the contract abruptly after finding out that I had also done a shoot for a smaller, albeit similar, business in the area. Their reasoning was that working with a competitor was not something they were interested in continuing to do. However, I reviewed our contract and there was no non-complete cause or anything explicitly stating I couldn't work with similar businesses. I also explained that I am a independent contractor. We've been friendly and I've been working with them for some years. And I even offered to avoid such overlap in the future if they would like to have a change of heart, but they didn't budge. As a small business owner myself, losing this contract is a significant setback. I'm struggling with how to move forward. Should I try to renegotiate with this client, potentially offering some form of exclusivity in the future, or should I just focus on finding new clients and be more cautious about such situations later on down the line? I'm also concerned about my reputation. Should I address the issue publicly to clarify my stance, or would that bring unnecessary attention to a negative situation? I'd appreciate any insight. This does seem surprisingly unfair, but I wanted to get your feedback and understand if you have ever been in a similar situation. They didn't say not to say their name or not, but it's you know, but it's down here. Um, but I'll leave it just in case, given it's a it's a business situation. Has that happened to you? So a contract was canceled. So but there was they, they nothing were, in the contract that said so that they had. They I guess they had a yeah. It looks like it was kind of like a one sheet kind of deal. She put some other things in here. There's actually some text messages exchange that they have a picture of, uh, where the business just kind of like is like, hey. I don't want to name the other ones. Hey, so you shop for so-and-so just to let you know we're not going to be needing requiring your services moving forward. And they were like, can I ask why? And they said, well, again, we're getting into names here. Here are the reasons that we wouldn't want to be associated with that business. And they said, well, I'm an independent contractor. As you know, it's not an association with the business. They reached out because I'm one of the only ones in the area that do this. It looks like a smaller town. And it, it looks like essentially two like clothing stores. 
that the pictures are for. And it's not like it's some crazy backdrop or whatever. They're both in the individual stores. So they were, she just tries to explain the situation. They're, they don't, to be honest with you, they seem kind of salty. The business does in the, uh, in the DMs back and forth. I mean, unless there was like the same creative like approach when it came to the style of the photos and it was almost like this business was using like the same ideas, like the same, you know, like I said, creative approach, then I wouldn't like really see that being an issue shooting. There's plenty of people, photographers who shoot for different clothing brands and different brands. I've, if anything, I've had companies in the area request or not request me, um, tell me to, to go shoot for other people. And, you know, I, that's how I got those connections. So if anything, it, it helped grow me when it came to me shooting for different companies, not ever hinder me from like, you know, nobody ever made that an issue when it came down to shooting for companies for me. But I also never really, I never shot at the same time for a clothing brand and another clothing brand. Let's say I've shot for, I've shot for different clothing brands. I've shot for your flower brand. I've shot for. I find businesses though, like what it looks like, and I, and I can't throw the pictures up because they would give it away, obviously. But this seems very petty. Like there are a number of twenty somethings involved in the businesses as well, and it seems very like high school argument esque or like vindictive. A lot of these clothing brands, especially local ones. They're having kids from college come back from college, run the Instagram, run the pages where they take the photos. Like, I don't know if maybe it's coming down to something like that where it feels very high school or vindictive, but I don't know. I feel bad. I feel like this person can easily move forward and find some new things. If this, if they've worked with these people for a long time and they're going to easily drop them that fast because they're shooting with other companies... I mean, you got to make money. You're not going to just, unless you have some awesome deal where you're making enough money that you're happy with to work with one brand. Like, I would not put all my eggs in one basket when it comes to working for only one brand and not being able to grow yourself. When you're an independent contractor like that, right? Also, you need, especially if you're in the smaller town, you kind of need every client that you can get. You know, like, it's, it's, and it's not the type of thing like I'll give you an example and this used to come up a bunch when we were hire a band or a DJ to play at a spot right and another spot would try and take them away that would be kind of messed up in the sense of like if that person developed a following at place one and you have them on these certain days whatever then you know somebody's trying to take that crowd that could be a competitive advantage or disadvantage right the way I approach those things were, hey, listen, if I don't want you playing at another place, okay, I would just buy the dates up and just say, all right, well, here are the days that you are working for us because that's the this is the vibe I want to create. That's a very, very important thing because it goes with the business itself. Like the music helps sets the tone of the place, right? Now, when you're talking photos, it's not the same thing. You're not you're not breaking this down so granular where it's like, hey, well, like that just seems to me like just one of those like I want to feel powerful in business, so this is what I'm gonna do. Unless it's you know disrupting the days that they're planning to shoot for the other company, I don't see why it's an issue. Or like I said, if they're having 
if they're similar clothing, like if you're shooting for a men's clothing store and then the other one's a men's clothing store and you're using the same male models and you're using the same, you know, theme for the season, then that could be an issue. And I don't think she even addressed that in there. But unless it comes down to something like that, I I don't know. To me, it's just, yeah, you're right. It kind of seems a little... Petty. But I would I would just look out and number one, I would definitely wouldn't address it publicly. I don't think there's a lot of people that are around saying like, oh, my, oh hey, did somebody else start shooting your stuff? Uh, number one. Number two, if you've gotten like like terms with these people and stuff like that, I would just put in there that you're, you know, you're you're not in an exclusive arrangement no matter what happens. You know, if you're a wedding photographer and stuff like that. There's also photographers who have very specific styles. So if your style is like so specific that people are going to recognize your style when you're shooting for one brand and then you're kind of taking that same style and shooting for a different brand that you know that could kind of be an issue because then when people are trying to represent their brand as their own brand it may clash but especially in a small town but I don't think that seems like the issue here either I don't know I feel bad because Losing clients, I don't think I really actually ever have lost a client. I kind of just shot for them and then stopped shooting for them. There was never a contract that got broken or anything like that. I also haven't picked up a camera that much lately, so I don't know. I I've had like- people get I've had people get salty, like like where there's been you know like like we run a company that that has several different spots that we would be working with at any given time. But there are people that will get in their head about, you know, well, I hired a company, but I deal with you and I want to see you the most often, which is really not the way it works. And it's it's very like you explain this to people and it's well ran out, but people will get weird later on. Um, that's not that crazy, you know, but like, I don't know. I feel like it's the type of thing where you have so many different you have so many different vendors that could come across somebody's desk that are like not necessarily something that's going to be working with you in the same four walls every single day so to stick it to one of them just because they work with a competing business doesn't to me make a ton of sense i think it's petty i agree and it's i don't know in a small town if you have a very good vendor aka a photographer why wouldn't you want like if it's slim pickings there when it comes to a small town you want to get the best of the best so if you are the best of the best in that area then they're losing somebody great you know and good for the other guys who kept you on and are excited to work with you because that's what's important i feel like we had uh albie fired me as a photographer because he wanted to date me so he said i can't have you i'm just kidding (laughs) that's not entirely true i think we I don't even know if we did another shoot after that. You did some photo shoots. Yeah, I did a couple of photo shoots after. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there were a couple other ones that we've done. You know, it's come up. It's come up. We had, I don't know if you listened to the last episode, we had a, a number of people chime in on this, but we actually have an update, and this is pretty quick because this is not exactly many days after Christmas. Uh, did you hear about the swinging couple whose friends, swinger friends, wanted to come by and spend the Christmas uh, day with uh, uh, or Christmas Eve, rather, um, with their with their swinging friends. Was this on the last episode? Yes, it was. I I've been with you every single day since that has come out. Yeah, but so. you can listen to the show. It's possible. 
It's not totally impossible. I know, but when I'm sitting there with you, unless we've listened to it, I've been with you every second of every day since that has released. Fair I enough. I'm not just saying. Listened to it yet. I'm just saying. But hey, listen, when we're getting in there, okay, you should be listening to every episode. And this episode is sponsored by Every Plate. <laughs> the segues get better, okay? And we, this was our actually our our almost first official one we actually took on together. Our first official sponsor of the show where. It was even like down to the address was was for us. So this is a special one. Uh, but if you guys are looking to budget your food expenses this holiday season, you can get more for your bite with America's best value meal kit. Their meals are 50% cheaper than your average fast casual meal. So ditch the takeout and save money while still enjoying fresh, satisfying meals. They're the easiest way to eat affordably. So these guys, they, they sent us some samples. It came a couple of weeks back. And we cooked some stuff up, but they were, you know, when I, when I break this down, this is kind of funny because I've worked with, you know, we've been in the food business forever, but, uh, these guys were especially interesting on the timing front because we had talked about, you know, getting to New Year's, we have this trip coming up. We hope we want to get in shape. I'm getting older. This is taking longer. I'm working more red meat into things and they have a $1 steak for life. So if you're craving steak, you can add a 10-ounce ranch steak to your weekly order for just a dollar per box while your subscription is active. And they offer a number of different options, which is fun. We went in. We actually did this with your mom. We were we cooking like through this. Options. We do like our Abby options. Abby needs to expand his palate, too. Garlic and oil is awesome, but, you know, it can't be dinner every night. So got to get you into new things. It's tough. It's tough. But <laughs> get every plate and take back your time with fewer trips to the grocery store. And meals ready in six simple steps and save you more time with quick and easy recipes, including easy cleanup options and ready in 30 minutes or less. They plan the meals and deliver pre-portioned ingredients right to your door. Uh, I thought that when I saw the prices and everything that this was actually going to be like, you know, hey, we're going we're gonna to put on a good face because we love our supporters. But it actually was very, very, very good for the quality, which to me. Uh, I'm a nerd when it comes to these things, so these guys are doing some really amazing stuff, and we can't wait to continue ordering from them and enjoy the support. So we love you guys very, very much. Uh, if you guys want to jump into this, you can get a meal for $1.49 plus $1 steaks for life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49DearAlby. Subscription must be active to qualify and redeem a $1 steak. That's 49 Dear Albie, one word. Get started with every plate for just $1.49 per meal plus $1 steaks for life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49DEARALBY. That is everyplate.com slash podcast and enter code 49DEARALBY. All right, so yeah, we got an update from our friends who had the folks over the swingers down there. This is very, very quick. So I don't know when the hell they wrote this. This might this might even been a Christmas late night, but it, it had the subject line that I was hoping for. Swinging friends over for Christmas, now facing awkwardness. Dear Albie, I wrote to you asking about our swinger f- friends wanting to spring Christmas. Oh, well, we decided to run with it. I bit my lip and we had them over. Things did not go nearly as smoothly as I had hoped. My husband, who's always been comfortable with our swinging lifestyle, got some weird vibes from our friends during the visit. He felt they were crossing personal boundaries that made him uncomfortable. Now we're in a bit of a dilemma. These friends have been part of our swinging circle for a while, and we'd have good experiences with them in the past. But after this incident, my husband isn't sure if he wants to continue swinging with them. I'm torn because I didn't pick up on the same vibes. I'm actually kind of confused. 
I'm worried this might create awkwardness in the group, but if you remember, I didn't even want them over in the first place. We haven't discussed this with our friends yet. Obviously, this was just a short, short time ago, and we are unsure how we should approach it. Should we talk to them about our concerns, take a break from swinging with them, or just move on and avoid them in future encounters? I don't want to get into the specifics of what weirded my husband out after I discussed it with them, as it may give it away. But we do want to just say, I do want to just say we value the dynamics of our group and don't want to cause any drama. We also want to respect, I also want to respect my husband's feelings. What advice on how to handle this delicately do you have? Or should I just do what I want to do, which is spike the ball on my husband and giving him a giant I told you so? Thanks. That's so fun. <laughs> so they wrote in. So so it was a wife that wrote in talking about how her husband wanted to uh, invite their swinging friends over. And she was anti the swinging friends. And I get it. So they, they swing already before this encounter or this was the first time they were swinging? They've been swinging. And the friends were like, hey, what are you guys doing for Christmas? Maybe we'll stay over. They were friends. So they were friends in and outside the swinging. And then they were like, hey, let's do Christmas. And the, da- the, the dad, the, the husband was like, yeah, let's do it. The wife was kind of unsure. Looks like they rolled with it. And the husband was uncomfortable. It's so hard to comment on, though, because we don't know what he was uncomfortable with. Well, she didn't break that down. I know. She didn't break I that down. Know. I mean, I can ask. <laughs> I, I can ask. But, you know. Uh, that that's that's a rough one. That's a really really rough one, because I got to be honest. I am team spike the ball on this. I really am, because the husband getting weird vibes in a, in a thing like that. I can only imagine because my issues were I had said, listen, don't have them over, because I just feel like those are two things you shouldn't mix. Okay, Christmas Which, and swinging. Yeah. Thing, it seems obvious. So but, and the family. with this couple. Oh, so. Their families were over and everything. Oh. Mm-hmm. And they were swinging in front of their families? No, they weren't swinging. They were swinging <laughs> offline. The, like the, the swingers were like, hey, let's bring what we do in the in the shadows and just run with like our, like we, we like each other as friends. So let's have Christmas together. Oh. And I just didn't think that that was going to be, that was going to shake out too well. Isn't that kind of like, isn't there a saying it's like, don't. Shit where you sleep or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, pretty don't, much. You can't mix those things. I feel like swinging, you have to be very, I, mean, I wouldn't know personally, but I feel like it's, you got to be pretty careful with the world of swinging and bringing it into your non-swinging world life, you know, especially the holidays. That's These are memorable. I mean, depends how important the holidays are to you, but like, Let's put it into perspective. If me and you like were swingers and we brought like our swinging couple over to like your mom's Christmas Eve, like that'd be weird. I mean, yeah, I think that's kind of my point. Like, like you know, Lauren's asking like a million questions. Like, who are you guys? Like, what do you? How do you guys know Albie and Chelsea? Well, like, it seemed to me like these were people that were already like kind of semi around anyway. Like they were community friends, not like dear Albie community friends, but like you know the same thing except they touch each other, you know, <laughs> and like. In ways that you're really not supposed to, um, with your friends, but like, I guess they they ran with it, and now, you know, number one, it really does depend on how things got weird and awkward. But I almost don't really care. She didn't get that vibe though. That's what I'm saying. I wonder if he got like jealous about something. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like it, 
That's the vibe I get. Yeah, did he get, did he not realize something was going to bother him until he was in the same room? And then all of a sudden he had a problem, which, which I just can't get behind the same. I just can't. Because you really should know, like, I think as the guy, you should really know that going in. Like, why invite it? If something happened that you should have already been able to forecast in your house, right? Just by thinking like a normal human being. You shouldn't, like, miss that. You know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't take getting into the actual circumstance for it to get weird. Because what if, because to me, you're never going to undershoot the weird. Oh, I'm sorry. You're never going to overshoot the weird. You're never going to say to yourself, oh, wow, like, here's the worst case scenario of weird that it can get, okay? And, like, anything that comes in, you know, you're, you're, if, you're, if you're anticipating it's going to be weird at a level six, right, and they come in weird at a level ten, you kind of got to see that coming. You got to prepare for the level ten. You have to just look or at it and say. you just got to have like boundaries. I'm sure well, there's boundaries this is my when it point. comes to swinging as like a relationship. So you already know the What's worst your, case scenario like, is. big no-no? The, 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 you know the worst case scenario. You could be sitting around and like your, your, your cousin-in-law from out of town is saying, how do you guys know each other? And all of a sudden the guy is like X amount of bourbons deep. And he's saying, well, this is what we were doing three weeks ago. You got you to gotta come check it out. It's all your you, wife's butthole. Yeah, come and check it out. Like there's this <laughs> whole thing. You know, I could get you in early, easy. You need a password, but I'll give it to you. You don't know what's going to happen. So why in the world would you even take that risk to begin with? But she didn't get that vibe. So I feel like it wasn't something they prior, like talked about prior. That's like, this is my boundaries when it comes to swinging. And if this happens, like we're both on the same page. She didn't feel like anything got weird. So he must have, it must have been like an internal thing or like maybe he saw a look go down that like pissed him off. Or there there could have been a, a side conversation, whatever it is. I that shit because it feels I good would, to feel right sometimes I, and especially in a situation like that. He wanted it and then he was the one who didn't want it. So you could be like, listen, love you, but I told you so. Not, next time, let me make the decisions when it comes to our swinging endeavors. I would truly rub it in. I really would. I really would. I don't know that you can really, listen, if you don't agree with your husband on the reason why it was awkward, okay, I don't think the swinging can really continue because then I would think. The swinging with that couple. Yeah, yeah, it because like. it's going to put the thought in his head of like, well, why, like, not only are you not on my side. But why do you want to go back? You want to keep well, going with yeah. these guys. And it's, it's going to be, that would be a not good swing. That would be a down swing, you know? I would think. I don't see that ending well for either of you guys. Well, she did. She said she asked, do we just avoid it in future encounters? I think that could be you. You slam dunk it to your husband. Like I told you so. But when it comes to the other couple, I don't really think you need to like talk about why it went weird. Because if you didn't get the vibe that it was weird and your husband did, you kind of just well, they're, avoid they're, it in the future. They're going to the same little little house parties, little swinging house parties. So I don't see how you might have to leave. Because it's not like you're going into a, and getting a different spot or on the bench at the gym, okay? No, what are you going to do? swinging house parties. So I watched the show Sex Life. Um, it's like a great show. I don't, I'm sure some people in the community have watched it. Um, and the couple is trying to, like, save their marriage. So they their friends go to a sex party 
because their friends are swingers. They were never swingers, but they try to, you know, save their, not save their marriage, but spice things up again, whatever. And something goes wrong at the sex party, and they stop completely being friends with these people, like, full-blown in the show. Uh, and it's a documentary, or it's like it's a written... It's No, it's a, it was a Netflix show, I believe. Oh, no, maybe not even Netflix. I'm not sure. Um, it's over now, though. It was a good show. Um, but it's scripted. Anybody from the community... Yes, it's scripted. It's full. It's fully scripted show. But that's my really my only encounter with knowing what a sex party is like but there's in every corner of that scene there's people having sex in every corner like you don't have to have sex only with the same people that you've like you can you kind of like walk around there's drinks is what it looks like and you can watch you can participate it's not like forced upon you you don't even have to you can go to these sex parties in the show and just watch and you don't even have to be in on it or you can be in on it or you can you know I don't know. It's the world of swinging is crazy. It's it's an enigma to me. I I think she's gonna have group drama. She's gonna have group drama. It's gonna be what it's gonna be. But yeah, I'm team spike the ball on this one. I think you have every right. I would jack your husband's whole shit up on this. I really would. That's just me. You know. No swinging for these mantos. No, no, I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't see myself getting in into that. Um, but hey, dear, I'll be mailbag at gmail.com. Good time, good time. We have a ton of episodes coming out. New Year stuff. So many things to talk about with you guys. We love you very much. Hope you had a great holiday. We'll catch you later. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.